Hello and welcome to Life Open Boxes. I apologize. I have not been around. I have not been here and I have not done an episode in I think like 14 days. Um, to my loyal listeners that, you know, expect every week to have an episode, I apologize. I got caught up in myself. I have a lot going on that makes me tired after a certain time and I don't have energy. So I'm working on a lot of things. I have a book signing coming up in June. So I have been motivated in doing a lot of things and it's taken my focus away from my podcast. So I apologize, but I am back and I promise I have a treat for you guys. So I just wanted to get you guys back into it, get you guys back focused um, on me before I lay the bomb in your lap. So this is just like a prelude to what um, is coming tonight. I'm going to record an episode. I'm going to um, do a reading with you guys off of Fuck Around and Fall in Love, which is my new book on Amazon. Go and get you a copy. What it is is a short story, and it is erotica. There's a little love, a little romance, but it's pretty much 90% sex. So... <laughs> Um, get ready. I'm going to do a segment. I was trying to find a dude to do it with me to do the man parts, but the dudes in my life are like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> so I couldn't find anybody. But as y'all know before, from my first episode, I don't need no man. I can do it my motherfucking self. So I can do the man parts. I can do the woman parts. I can do it all. And who better to interpret my sex scenes and my book than me? So um, I would do that for you guys as a thank you for being patient with me for a thank you for maintaining your loyalty to me because you don't have to, it's a hundred million. And I didn't realize how many podcasts was out in the world. I guess I need to get up and get out and listen to some other shit. When I'm into something, I like into doing something, I'll do it. But I'm not the type of person, and I probably should be a little more, that looks at other people's stuff and be like, oh, such and such is doing this. Let me see what they do because I don't want to be tainted. Not Yeah, yeah, tainted. And sometimes we don't realize that in our minds, you are, you may not be thinking of putting that into your book or put that in your podcast or put that in your story or put that into your life. But when you start doing things and you start looking at other people's things, in your subconscious, you you're putting there. You could you could put their stuff into your stuff. And hey, imitation is the best part of flattery. But I don't want to flatter nobody else with my podcast. I want life open boxes to be about life open boxes. So um, I was having a debate with my cousin the other day, and we were talking about. I wasn't you know I'm not really one to like talk on like what's going on in the news and things of that sort because I understand that everybody has their opinions, and if I don't have a guest or something that wants to discuss it, then it's kind of a one-sided opinion. But, you know, about that young man that lost his life in Grand Rapids, um, Michigan, I think last week, I felt, y'all know how I feel about, you know, my pro-black, and some of y'all know how I feel about the police. I, I have some friends um, I've had some friends that are police, that are correction officers. I have been a correction officer myself, um, working with DG, uh, Department of Juvenile Justice. And so 
you know, it didn't last long. I think I did like six months, but I seen it from both sides, but not really because I've never been a cop on the road. I don't know the risk. I know when I first started working in the jail, um, at the ju- even though I was working with kids, it's still kind of like, ooh, you know, you still got to watch your P's and Q's. But then after a while, I was like, these are children. You know, these are kids. These are teenagers. You know, and then watching some of the officers try to treat them like adults, even if they were frequent flyers, as they would call them. I thought that shit was just the worst thing in the world. And I think that's why I didn't last long, because you try to make a difference. And then you got 50 people jumping on top of you and you fight and then you fight. And then, you know, they got their seniority and they're going to their higher ups. And then you always, you know, you have those issues and you feel like you're fighting the whole facility trying to make a change. Um and you're getting beat down and you're fighting back. But after a while, it gets to be overwhelming and you start taking it home. So that was where my career with that went. I think it was like six months. I don't even think it was that long. But um, I feel that with me, some of that is tied to my faith. You know, in one of my previous episodes, I talked about um, my beliefs. You know, I was raised in the church. I was raised to believe that God, you know, pray to God, God is a selfish God, you know, follow the Bible, all this stuff. And of course, because it's been in me for so long, it, a part of me still has that. So I believe in the most high, but then, you know, watching these tapes and watching these videos and watching all my people that look like me get killed by the cops and get beat down. And then Everybody getting their rights, the gays getting their rights, the Asians getting their rights, the Ukrainians getting more rights than us, you know, the Haitians being turned away um, at the border, you know, all these things, slavery, everything, just everything, black people, black Wall Street, you know, we fight so hard just to have peace, just to have that equality. And it seems like we keep getting beat down. And if there is a guy, I guess he gives us a choice. Yes, he gives us um, the ability to be ourselves. And I know they say, oh, you can't blame it all on God. You know, there's another half. And I under, you know, I understand all that, the supernatural. I don't know. I have friends that are Muslims. I have friends. I have family that is Israelites. I just, you know, I feel like it's, I shoot, Jehovah Witness I have in my family. It's just, I feel like with all this religion, why do black people as a whole, just us have to have so much suffering. I don't want to be equal. I don't want them to, I don't want to feel like I, I don't want other races or white people to feel like I'm trying to be on their level. No, because in my eyes, as a black woman, I am above you. And no offense to nobody because I feel like they may feel they're above me and that's fine. Everybody has their beliefs, but I feel like as a black queen, I am above you. You know, everything that we do, they try to take from, they try to become a part of, they try to learn so they could try to do it. Everything that black people do is mimicked by other cultures, everything that we do. So I feel like we are superior to everybody else. So I don't want to be equal because we are not equal, but I want my people to be recognized as human beings. It's like, they don't recognize us as human. They see us as, oh, they, you know, they just black niggas, period. You know, we worthless, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's always a stigmatism. Even as a 
we have a black woman that's a uh, vice president now. And she's not even fighting for her people. We have a black woman that just became in the Supreme Court. I doubt she's going to fight for her people. It's just, I feel like they put us in the forefront to make, oh, okay, well, there's a black person here. There's a black person there. Let's support them. But in reality, they don't support us. They don't love our black men. They don't love our black children. They don't love our black women enough to make rights for us. When I say listening to the things that the gays are getting, and I won't say the gays, that sound offensive, that gay people are getting, and that, you know, all these other cultures are getting, and you have nothing of black about black rights, any new rights, anything to uplift us or the strength. It's like we still is fighting, is fighting, is fighting. We still pulling, pulling, pulling for peace. It's like every day is a fight. My kids are fighting. I am fighting. My husband's fighting every day. We could have the same things and we still have to fight extra hard just to be on a level that we are above. We not y'all ain't even on our level because y'all taken from us. But we are fighting just to get I guess it is equal. I guess, but I don't feel like I I, I don't want to be equal. I want my rightful place and that is at the top. So anyways, it might sound bitter. It might sound racist, and I swear I love everyone that loved me. I don't hate any one race. I don't hate anyone, you know, one culture or one whatever is out there. So much different stuff. You don't know what to say anymore. I've I've been working on me and listening to my big sister. She always tell me, stop worrying about the things that other people do. Stop worrying about things around other people. Stop. I am an emotional person. Sometimes I take other people's pain and I wish to God that I did not have this part of me, but I can't help it. I absorb everyone's pain and I feel it as it's my own. So nor, so it turns me into this heavy person with these heavy burdens. And of course I don't tell anyone cause I don't want anybody. Well, now y'all know, <laughs> but I don't want anybody to know that I have these traits, but when you're, when a person is sad, when a person is stressed, when a person is feeling, you know, pain or depression, I can feel that shit, especially when they're close to me, my children, it breaks my heart and it, I wish it was something that I could get rid of, but it's not, it's a blessing and it's a curse because I feel like my purpose is to help others and to heal. So I do all that I can, all that a person allows me to do to help them. You know, I, I do things that I rather do stuff in the background. I don't like to, you know, push in the forefront, the things that I do, because to me, I think that makes it fake. If I say, Oh, I help such and such, or I did this, I do that. It's fake. You're not doing it to be genuine. You're doing it because you want some recognition. And I don't need that kind of recognition. I like to help others because I know what it's like to be homeless. I know what it's like to struggle. I know what it's like to have a broken heart. I know what it's like to suffer from depression. I know these things. So if I could help somebody heal the way that I healed, then I've made a difference to me. 
even if it's just a little bit of help, even if it's just a, a meal here and there, or if it's a conversation and letting somebody talk to me, even if it's just, and I'm starting to try to get into my faith again and get into my belief again, but I still, you know, my cousin Bryce, he's been on a couple of episodes with me, was telling me to just pray, you know, just stop worrying about who I'm praying to, stop worrying about what God is letting the black people suffer because that things are not always as they seem. And I still haven't collected that because I know what I see. Like I try to stay up. That's why I don't be on social media as much and things of that sort, because I hate to see that stuff and feel like I, my first mind goes to violence, revenge, um, torture, things of that sort. <laughs> I know it sounds bad, but I don't, I, I don't want those thoughts because when I saw that man shoot that guy in the back of his head, my first thought was, damn, they need to find his family. And that, and I know that's not right. And I know that's not going to bring him back, but that, I mean, oh my God. You can't control someone as a cop. They teach you so... I know working in corrections back in 10 years ago, they taught us so many tactics to handle so many things. If you can't do your job, that does not give you the right to murder someone. That does not give you the right to shoot someone in the back of the head. The back of the fucking head. Like a... like. You're a mob boss. That's a mob execution killer or whatever. Like, that is ridiculous. And for him to get away with that shit, because you know he going to get it. They not going to lock his ass up. They ain't going to give him no real time. They going to hide his ass so they can't get him. I mean, my kids, my husband goes out this house every day. I go out the house every day and run the risk of running. I got stopped by the police with my son the other day. The man was all in my car, standing in front of my car. He was very polite, but yet and still, the whole time I was looking, I was like, man, he could kill me right now and get away with it. And I I should not have to walk around and think like that. I should have the same freedoms as everybody else. I should have the same power as everybody else because everybody else want to be like me. They want to be black like me. They want to follow my culture. So, I don't know. I don't even know where I was going with this conversation. I really just wanted to get on here. And I haven't been on here. And I really miss you guys. And I am so sorry that I have not been, you know, doing my episodes. I'm going to get back focused. I'm going to manage my time a little better. I have a lot going on, which is a great thing. I have a lot going on in my family. I have a lot going on with me. I'm still decorating my home. I just got a lot going on. Some things I'm not going to speak on because I like to move in silence. I'm a person that likes to show. So when things change, I'll show my hand, but I don't like to show my hand before. So I'm like a move in silence kind of person and it's worked out for me so far, but I thank y'all for staying here, for staying faithful, for listening, and for um, continuing to show your support. Please follow, share, like, you know, um, you know where to find me. You know where I am. Check me out on social media. Please check out my website at beacons.ai forward slash Brandy Nicole. And I will have a treat for y'all. I will do um, something real sexy for y'all the next episode, which will be in a couple days. And I just want to say thank y'all for maintaining y'all faithfulness and for loving me, even though I may sound racist sometimes. I may sound like 
I'm bitter sometimes. And I'm like, you may not have the same, well, I'm definitely not bitter, but, um, and you may not have the same beliefs as me. Still, you listen and still you support. And if y'all have any suggestions on any shows y'all want me to do, if anybody um, want to share their opinion or anything, please, please hit me up, social media, hit my email, books at gmail.com. I am open. I know I'm not perfect. I'm learning this. I'm on, what is this, episode nine? And together we're going to make this a powerhouse. So I have to get to work now. (laughs) I know. And, but I'll talk to y'all soon. Love you, my life open boxing listeners. And thank y'all for y'all support. And y'all have a wonderful day. I got a treat for y'all later. So the next episode will be much, much better. It'll be much explicit. Y'all know how I get down. So, (laughs) all right. Hey. So you've just heard my episode. So would you please go over to my website, beacons.ai forward slash Brandy Nicole and go ahead and check me out over there. Leave a comment. Go ahead. Let's politic together. And while you're over there, pick up one of my books. If you already have a book, send your friends over there. I buy one for your friend. Show them that you love them. Um, I do have my exclusive short story, Fuck Around and Fall in Love over there. Um, and you can't find that anywhere else unless somebody stole it. And then if they stole it, they got to see me. Love y'all. See you later.